Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about missing time in the geologic record. As an earth scientist, one of the most important things that we do is try to work out the sequence in which rocks have been formed. So what rock came first, what came second, what came third, from the oldest through to the youngest. And we also try to work out things that have happened to those rocks. Have they been folded? Have they been faulted? Have they been uplifted? And so on. What we are trying to do is work out the geological history of that sequence of rocks. And sometimes when we do that, we come across breaks in time big chunks of time that are missing that have not been recorded in that geological sequence. Or more importantly, there aren't rock layers that represent that period of time. But we may see other evidence like rocks that have been tilted and then eroded flat and so on. And we call these gaps in time that we can recognise in the geologic record as unconformities. In the field, we recognise four major types of unconformities. They are angular unconformities, paraconformities, disconformities and nonconformities. So let's talk about each of those. The first one are angular unconformities and these are the easiest ones to recognise in the field. In an angular unconformity, the underlying or older beds have been laid down, then they've been tilted or folded in some way, then eroded flat, and then new horizontal layers have been placed on top. So the gap of time is when that erosion took place. And because there's an angle difference between the older rocks and the younger rocks on top, that is why we call them an angular unconformity. And probably the most famous one of these is at a place called Sikar Point in Scotland, where James Hutton back in the 1760s recognised that this angular unconformity meant that a huge amount of time must have passed between the original rocks being laid down, then tilted, then eroded, and the new rocks placed on top. And you can actually go there and place your finger on the line where the new rocks were placed on top of the old rocks. And that line, that angular unconformity, represents a huge amount of time that is missing from the rock record. The next type of unconformity are called paraconformities. These are really hard to see in the field because the older rocks were laid down, then they were eroded, and then new rocks placed on top, but the layers are all heading in the same direction. So there's no difference in the angle of the layers. The layers are all horizontal in this case. And therefore, the only way we can tell that a gap of time has taken place is if we look at the fossils that are contained in the rocks. And if we find all of a sudden a huge gap in time is missing because the fossils have jumped from earlier versions to more modern versions, we can recognise that there's an unconformity and we call it a paraconformity. Somewhat similar to a paraconformity is a disconformity. 
And the difference here is that the underlying rocks, the older rocks, have been eroded, but the surface may not be flat lying. So there might be some river channels or some undulations when the new layers of rocks were deposited on the landscape. So while there isn't an angle between the rock layers, we may actually see an erosional surface that isn't parallel to the rock layers. Easier to see in the field than a paraconformity, but because all the rocks from a distance look like they're all still lying in the same direction, they are not as easy to identify as an angular unconformity. And the final type we call nonconformities. This is where the older rocks are not sedimentary rocks. They might be igneous or metamorphic rocks and they've been eroded down to a sort of a flat surface and then sedimentary rocks have been laid on the top. So you might go from a granite through to a sedimentary rock. But obviously a gap of time has taken place because if there's a granite, it would formed under the ground as an igneous rock. It's had to have been uplifted and the material on top of it eroded down, eroding the granite before the sediments were laid on top. So we call those ones nonconformities. So they are the four types of unconformities. Angular unconformities, paraconformities, disconformities, and nonconformities. And each of them show us that a gap of time is missing from the geological sequence of rocks. So what is it that causes this gap of time to be missing? Well, in angular unconformities and nonconformities, some tectonic processes had to take place. So the underlying or older rocks have had to have been uplifted through mountain building or collisions of plates, the rocks folded or tilted in some way, and then all of the material above them eroded down to create a new surface for the younger rocks to be deposited on the top. So angular unconformities and nonconformities have had some tectonic forces involved. Paraconformities and disconformities, on the other hand, seem to be more related to changes in sea level. So when sea level is high, rocks are being deposited. When sea level gets low, in that same area, no rocks are being deposited. Then when the sea level rises again, new rocks are being deposited. But there is a gap in time for when the sea level was low. Well, that's it for this episode, all about missing time gaps or unconformities. But if you want more information about Earth science, please come and visit us at geoetc.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C dot com. But for now, keep on rocking. <music>